Welcome and good morning. It is February 25, our last show of the month. You are listening to All Outlaw. I'm your host, Attorney Kyle Wyatt of Wyatt Law and Associates and Freedom Traffic Law, located, located at 2847 South Inger Mill. Unit C-101, Springfield Mo, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, handling all of your family law and traffic law needs. Uh, as I uh, peruse the, the news this week, the, the thing that, that gets me is we live, uh, it, sometimes it feels like it's like the upside-down world. Even you all watch Stranger Things, uh, Netflix series, Stranger Things, uh, uh, there's... Uh, other reality called upside down world, um, and and it just it's just things are just backwards, and and that's what I see when you, you look at a Democrat in office in the White House, and the things that are acceptable these days uh, would have been just absolutely um, uh, bemoaned, decried, uh, screams of hatred. Just a short two and a half years ago, uh, and it's it's frustrating. And there's this uh, thing called uh, gaslighting. Have you heard that term, gaslighting? Uh, it's a uh, it's from an old movie, but uh, gaslighting is basically where you have somebody who's doing exactly the the horrible things that they're they're accusing you of, and 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 and, and, and just and you just what. What are you talking about? Because, and, and, and they act just so, you know, aghast and how oh, dare you. And I, and I see that. How many of you remember, uh, what would that have been, 2004? Would that have been like when uh, Hurricane Katrina happened there? Um, and uh, the image of President Bush flying Air Force One over... Uh, the city not landing, not really looking, um, and, and and he just got he just got pummeled, and I, he ended up winning uh, the election against John Kerry, uh, but uh, you know just the, the media and the, and the celebrities and all those people that we're supposed to be listening to, uh, just absolutely uh, trying to destroy him. Well, what was that? Was it was it Cayenne that was on national TV and said George Bush doesn't like black people. Or that. You fast forward a couple decades, and you have a, a, a disaster that is taking place in uh, Ohio, East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, toxic disaster. Now, we hear from the left all the time about the environment. Liberal calls all the every week. But the environment, don't you care about the environment? But then you have this, this toxic disaster, this dump that is destroying wildlife and game and, 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 and people. Nature. And they're absolutely silent on it. There's nothing to see here. Well, you guys are making a big hoodoo about nothing. It, it it just it just it just amazes me. And President Trump showed America this week uh, what made him so doggone 
popular in 15 and 16. It was the old DT who was this, you know, mega billionaire flying in, not on taxpayer dollars, mind you, his own his own cash, uh, coming in with uh, supplies, clean supplies, water for the good people there in East Palestine, surveying the damage, the carnage, talking to city leaders, local officials, what, what needs to be done, what, what can be done, what, what can he do to help? Now, the, now the person who really can do something to help uh, you know, the, the person who, who can, you know, write executive orders and lead FEMA and lead all these other government agencies that your tax dollars pays for. Well, no, he's, um, he's going over to the Ukraine. Yeah, see, that's, that's where the real problems are, is Ukraine. Uh, you, you see, uh, those folks, uh, they, they, they need lots and lots of our money. Uh, and, and so Biden is really good of, of using his pen to, to pay others, uh, with money that does not belong to him, other people's money. He is fantastic at it. You all think Joe Biden's not good at anything. <laughs> you don't know much, do you? Oh, Joey, he's great at signing checks, as long as it's not coming out of his own bank account. And then don't let us even get us started on Mayor Pete Buttigieg, the Secretary of uh, Transportation. Uh, boy, what a pathetic job that would be. I mean, that's like, you know, that's that's just nothing you, you really put on LinkedIn. You know, that's just not something you're really proud of. You know, maybe Secretary of State or Defense or something, something cool like that, Attorney General. Secretary of Transportation, eh, that's just where you put people who don't have a lot of skill in. There you go, Mayor Pete. Um, it wasn't until after Trump flew down, landed, and, and, and took care of the people uh, did uh, Pete hop on to the government planes tax dollar money, uh, and, and, and fly down there and, and do absolutely nothing and, and, and provide absolutely nothing. But we talk about the gaslighting. And you just see the contrast, the difference uh, that we live in, this world that we live in. We'll share a little bit more after the break. You are listening to All Out Law. If you got any questions, comments, feel free to give us a call here in the studio at 447-5743. All right, welcome back. You are listening to AOL. We got Corbin from Springfield on the line. Corbin... What say you? Hey, um, little advice there from Mayor Pete. Um, whenever you're going to go down to a crash site, of course, you know, the only reason he went was, you're, you're exactly right, the mean orange man went there first. So all of a sudden, you know, we, we got to make an appearance at that point. But uh, you know what? If you're going to go look at a, uh, you know, at a train derailment where, you know, where, you know it's just scattered everywhere, and you're going to be wearing safety gear and things like that. Well, maybe put on some safety boots, you know. And, you know, don't wear your damn dress shoes, and and you know, and then get dressed up like you know you're 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 being serious, you know. But the, it, 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 it it's just, it's just crazy. The only reason they showed up was because the mean orange man he went there first, oh, and 
you, you're talking about Ukraine here. Uh, you know, boys and girls, you better get ready. The, the you know, President Chopsticks here is spending money like a drunken sailor. And if you don't think we're not headed for a crash, you are what they call wrong at the end of the day. It, this, this is really serious. But, um, hey, hey can, can I change gears to something local? What you got? Um, let's talk about what the uh, council did to the hotel oh, here this week. Yeah. Okay, I mean, uh, I was there for the vote. I know Sterling. I've known his family for a long time. The place has been there for 40 years. And, and the council, you know, seems to think, well, you know, he can just move. Okay, well, you know what, let's take, uh, you, know, you know, let's let's look at a couple examples. You moved. Moving sucks at oh, the end of the day. Yeah. Okay? But let me tell you something. It's a hell of a lot easier to move a law office or maybe an accountant's office than it would be, oh, hey, let's move a, let's move a radio station. Or, or better yet, why don't we do this? Um, why don't we move the fire in the hole at Silver Dollar City? Mm-hmm. It should be easy. Yeah. It's just it's just exactly the same damn thing. It'd be like moving a law office. No, it's not. The problem is is that there's so much integrated into the building. The building is the building is the tra- is is the haunt. It's the attraction. Yeah. You just can't do it. It's the same way. If you've ever walked through the Hotel Terror. During the daylight, where you can actually see, you, you're going to be going like, wow, I didn't realize they had to do this to make this happen. It's the same damn thing. And, you know, and, and what are we tearing it down for? Or, we're, we're tearing it down to build a park or, or you know, to, you know, to yeah. get Jordan Valley Creek, you know. Yeah. Okay, you know, let, let's, let's run the, you know, number one, I don't see the people of Springfield screaming, by God, we need another park and we need one now. That's not happening. No. You, you, and I guarantee you go anywhere and ask them. Number two, who do you think is going to be moving into that park at night and during the day? Hmm. 24, hours, you know, 24 hours a day. It's, it's not going to be families going down there playing. Well, Corbin, I don't think, uh, you know? I don't think the, the city council even had uh, the support of the people. I mean, you saw they shut off public comment this week. They did, yeah. not, they did not want to hear you. Shut your mouths, you peasants. We don't want to, you know, right, I, exactly. I, I'm hosting uh, Nick's show on Friday. I, I'd love to get Sterling on, uh, talk about it. That uh, if you know I, him, see I, I, I know. He, I, I think he I, he called me here yesterday. I, he was heading for a boat show somewhere. Yeah, I, I think in like Kansas City. But uh, 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 tell you what, let me let me reach out to him. Let me see what I can do, and I'll just uh, shoot you a message here on the Facebook. How's that, that sound, work, buddy? I appreciate it, so, man. Okay. Well, good, you have a good, good weekend. Show. Good job. All right. We got Benny from Stratford on the line. Benny, how you doing this morning? Benny. Yes, hey, hi. Hi. How you doing? Uh, doing good. Um, I was wanting to mention, um, I hope as everybody sees the anomalies going on around the country and, and the, the, the bringing the country down to a, a – hazardous state, so to speak. I hope everybody can start understanding why they had to cheat in the elections. But I wanted to make a comment about the um, train derailment. There have been several train derailments and several toxic spills, but East Palestine is the most common one, commonly uh, noted one. And I wanted to mention that the, the, the laws governing Agenda 2030, land development, 
allow governments to seize polluted land and move their residents into smart cities. Now, if you don't know anything about smart yeah. cities, I recommend you look it up and do some reading. Yeah. But there is a... Um, there's a lot of people that believe that all these toxic spills are happening now after Trump was put out of office because of things like being allowed to move people into smart cities. And people just need to look up and read about smart cities to understand that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's a, uh, the, the utopian vision of the left. Uh, all you uh, rural area residents, uh, um, common folk, I, you know, we can make your life so much better. Uh, come live in a, in a, in a big city, a nice clean city, uh, a city where, uh, we can discuss things in, uh, in, 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 in a public square, uh, just so long as it's not offensive. Uh, we want you to say anything offensive. Uh, the, that narrative that, uh, that Corbin and, and Benny talking about, uh, this, uh, you know, when, when would... When would the Biden administration have gone and, and actually looked at East Palestine? When would they have done that? Uh, but for President Trump, uh, I, I, I seriously doubt it would have been within days. I seriously doubt that. They just didn't want to be one-upped uh, by the big orange man. Ah, is this the big fan of the big orange man? All right, big, sh- big fan of the orange man, little Ron. How you doing, Ron? Wasn't it nice that President Trump uh, uh, flew down there on his own money and, and, and gave out clean supplies and water with his own money to help these people? Wasn't that a nice thing? Can you say something nice about Trump? Wasn't that a nice thing to do? Well, it was, it was campaigning. Uh-huh. He had his red hat on. He passed out hat. Yeah. Bragged about himself. Yeah. Handed out Trump water with his picture on it. Yeah. I want to get my hand but he, you know how he bragged and bragged about he, how he deregulates everything. Uh-huh. So, so you think this was Trump's question. fault? That the spill was Trump's fault, right? Well, maybe if he took away regulation and well, safety rules. Biden's been in the White House for two years. Couldn't he have just put new regulations on? I mean, he put a ton on that first day in office. Remember that? You know, shut down the well, pipeline. He, he did him. that first day one. Day one. I don't remember him saying a whole lot about regulation. Oh, man, you need to get on Google and, and look that up. I just remember that was a big thing with Trump. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, cut through the red tape. But some regulations are, you know, over the top. Well, I, I'm glad we Others agree. Others are life and death. Yeah. Uh, Kyle. Yes, sir. Can you... Can you hear me? Because usually uh, I can't. You're actually coming in pretty good today, Ron. I appreciate that. Oh, uh-huh. that's good because usually it's just a mask. It's just... You're talking about your Please tell me you're not talking through a mask. A mask? No. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting in my bathroom wearing right. my mask. <laughs> I'll try to talk kindly. All right. You want know, Ukraine? Uh huh, Ukraine. Now, we've pledged to stand with them. Oh, yeah. And stand against Putin. Yeah. And it's not just us, it's Europe. Is it? Okay. The other countries. Don't you think we have to stand up against Putin? Well, 
Maybe. Do you think and it's... And what would it be like if we pulled out on them after we promised to stick with them? Uh, kind of like Afghanistan, right? Yeah. No. We were there for 20 years. Yeah. We just... We couldn't even be there. Left, uh, 70 billion, Besides, 70 billion dollars worth a of equipment. difference, Kyle. Yeah. The difference is we occupied their country. Yeah. We occupied Iraq. Yeah. Uh, Biden hadn't occupied the country. Yet. He's helping an ally yeah. along with Europe. You really think uh, you, th- you, we, you think U.S. troops are going to go to Ukraine soon? Biden got elected. He promised them to help and stick by them. So that's the United, yes. States, the United States can't pull out on Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Ask, hey, take a poll. Ask your callers. Sounds like Hunter should learn how to do. pull out a little bit more. We're not going to drop. We're not going to let them down. Yeah. We can't. Why? We can't let Putin run. This. Why? 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 Why does it matter? Vietnam. Because Vietnam. Remember that? Remember that war, Vietnam? It was a little proxy war between us and the Soviet Union. Soviet Union was uh, funding and, and supplying the North Vietnamese. Uh, that Vietnam. was that was that was a top topic of, of Johnson's administration, wasn't it? Oh, we can't abandon the Vietnamese. We can't let we communism can't. spread. No. We occupied Vietnam. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. We haven't. We, no, we did not. Anybody. We were invited. We were invited, Ron. Yeah, I know. It was just a, a war. Act. It wasn't a real war. Just watch. Just watch. Biden's going to take us into war. He said Trump would have. He never did, but Biden will. We got to take a break here, brother. We're at the bottom of the hour. You are listening to All Outlaw. You know, World War Three is actually trending on Twitter. Go on Twitter and see what's trending. World War Three, especially after this week, uh, Biden toured Ukraine and Poland on the one-year anniversary of the start of the Russian-Ukrainian conflict. Uh, the threat of Third World War is more imminent than at any time. Since the end of the Cold War, and the American people are feeling it, uh, this foreign policy of Biden's, you know, in ways he wants to leave from behind, right? Leave U.S. citizens, U.S. assets, abandon them in the desert of Afghanistan, Uh Ron talked about that we pledged this, and we well, you know what we pledged that we were going to uh, have a, uh, a a safe and effective withdrawal, right? Not abandon our allies. Not even they. He didn't have the the, the, the courage to talk to our allies, whether it be the British or French, Canadians. He just said peace out, and he left like a coward. You know, Bill Gates uh, was Secretary of Defense under Bush and, and then again on Obama and wrote a book and, 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 and opined about then-Vice President Joe Biden that every major national defense decision that was made in the White House, Biden was on the wrong side each and every time. He's just a moron. And it truly is. I mean, look at each time he ran for president. 
He had a dropout in the 80s because it was shown that he was he plagiarized works, speeches. He's just a moron. Racist? He's talking about gaslighting again. Find me a Republican who would uh, go to a funeral of a, of a Klan leader and say all the nice words about how great of a human being they were. Maybe run out of office. You want you know how I know that? I've seen it. We had a Senate Majority Leader back in the 90s. Can you think of who I'm talking about? Who said something nice about Strom Thurmond on his birthday. His 100th I think it was his 100th birthday. might have been his 90th. Whatever it was, it was way up there. Said nice words at his birthday. And was immediately kicked off as a minority or majority leader, whatever he was at that time. But not old Joey. No. No. Uh, He gets awards. He he gets accolades. He's just a smart, great guy. That Henry? Henry from Springfield. Henry, what say you? Yeah, good morning, Kyle. Uh, You know how the... uh People are the, uh, they were claiming this global warming was going to cause the uh, deserts to spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you remember that? Oh, I do, yeah. Boiling seas, yes. Uh, yeah, okay. In the last 20 years, because of the carbon dioxide, extra carbon dioxide in the air, the plants have started growing in semi arid regions of the world, and it's grown like 15 to 20 percent more than than in, in you know since the, the start of the century how about that have you, have you heard that i that think i read i think i read there somewhere i mean because obviously what, what do what do vegetation and, and 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 plant life require they breathe carbon dioxide right right and they emit oxygen which we need it's kind of a it's kind of a neat little arrangement that god made for us but uh, yeah, I, I I saw that, and I, I I googled it to see if I could find that. Oh, right before, you're not uh, gonna find that on Google, Henry. Come on. No, well, I I went to duck duck. <laughs> there you go. You're right. Anything <laughs> political, I usually go. I go. I don't Google it. Yeah. Uh, I go to duck duck. I go to uh, Ask Jeeves. Remember that? Ask Jeeves. App. <laughs> It's a Jeeves. It was a back in the late nineties. Uh it was a, I don't I don't think Jeeves exists anymore. Uh but yeah, good 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 point. Uh everything that the, the left says that is gonna happen is where this is gonna happen. You can't you can't take any of that stuff to the bank. I mean Ron's for years been telling me that Trump's going to prison. He's going to jail. That's any it's it's imminent any day now. Just watch. I'm watching. Not going to prison. Not going to jail because he hadn't done anything wrong first. Generally, we like to, to prosecute people who do things wrong. But then we learn on January 6th, no, no, we can put you in jail for as long as we want. We'll just make up stuff. How about that? We 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 live in a country now that actually imprisons political dissidents. You know, if you are my political adversary, guess what? We're going to put you in jail. That's those things that they do like in third world countries. Like in Russia. Sorry. But admit, if Putin, if you spoke out about Putin in, in the public square, what would happen to you? He'd be, he'd be gone. Have you seen Chekhov? Oh, oh, Chekhov who? He'd gone. 
That's what it is here. We don't have time to get into it. Have you seen the, 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 the latest uh, Clinton associate who uh, uh, <laughs> got murdered by suicide? Murdered by This guy was shot in the chest and then was found being hung. So he's hanging, right? Like, you know, if you're going to commit suicide, you're going to hang yourself. But then was shot in the chest and no weapon was found here. Isn't that a mystery? How did that happen? And then, then later, when they got out, well, we, we found a shotgun about 30 feet away. How, how did a dead guy get rid of a shot? And then who shoots themselves in the chest with a shotgun? These idiots morons on the left have no idea even how to use a shotgun. It, it, it would not be something you would do. But yet the media wants us to buy it. Keep talking about this, this narratives, like Henry was saying, with the media. You guys have got to educate yourselves. It is so vital, so important. Look at this. So Ron would have us believe that uh, not helping the Ukrainians is just this catamount to to uh, being uh, bed buddies with Putin. Right? You just you just love Russia. You just want Russia and China to. During his speech in Kiev, Biden announced yet another package to Ukraine. We have not given enough, apparently. How much does Ohio, people there in East Palestine, receive so far? What will this money be used for? One may ask. I, I, I would ask. I know Congressman Burleson is asking. Right? The Republicans in the House are asking. Thank God. Something good came out of November. It wasn't as good as we wanted. I get it. But it was still good. Nancy Pelosi and the left are not in charge. So something good is coming out of it. Or soon will be. Biden himself admits that USAID, your tax dollars, is now being used beyond military initiatives. Ron, Beyond military initiatives, meaning it has nothing to do with protecting that country from the invading forces of Russia. Beyond military initiatives for basic government-funded programs like pensions and social support, your tax dollars, billions of dollars, that we don't even have money for. Look, we are spending money that we do not have. This is not that hard. You, there is a showdown coming our way that will come to a point in June. If the Republicans can stand strong and say, look, we are done raising the debt limit. Done. Stop spending money we don't have. Ron, that's what it is. You know, you, we made these promises. Yeah, but you made these promises. We did not make these promises. Purely partisan votes. Well, except for the Senate, I guess, you know. You got, you got the good people there, like Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney. Those folks, I don't know. We, we got to spend this money. It's necessary. We, we, we must observe the sex life of hamsters. The Democrats say there's not a penny, not a dime we can cut. These dollars, each one of them, are essential 
Must be spent. Yet we, we, we are not bringing in enough money, tax dollar-wise. They're not stealing enough from us to pay for any of these things. And so they require Congress to raise a debt limit. You know, kind of like your credit card, right? You have a credit card limit. Most people do. And let's say you're at $20,000 credit limit, and then you want to go buy something, and you're at $19,900 on your credit card, and you want to buy something that's at three hundred. dollars Guess what? What will happen to your purchase at the store? I'm sorry, sir. Uh, your card was declined. Well, no, no worries. I'll just, I'll just go raise my, 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 my debt limit, my credit limit. Give me a second. Hey, Capital One. Um, I know I'm at twenty thousand, but I really could use twenty-five thousand uh, debt credit limit. So, uh, just make that happen. Oh, sure. Yeah, thank you, sir. Happy to. And just keep that going, compounding that till you're at thirty-three trillion dollars debt. It's insane. Biden states that this aid will deliver much-needed humanitarian assistance, as well as food, water, medicine, and shelter, and other aid, to the Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war, and provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. It's also going to help schools and hospitals. How is that our responsibility? It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people. I would love to have some money. God, throw it my way. I could use some. Could you use some? I could use some. So they have something to their in their pocket. Did you, something in their... They, they just want some walking around money. You know, it's a pocket change. It also will be provide critical resources to address food shortages around the globe. Oh, well, thank God. Pensions, social support, schools, hospitals. Are we becoming the Ukrainian government? I'd say monetarily speaking, yeah. We we are spending more in Ukraine than Ukrainians ever spent. We are giving more money than the Ukrainians have ever earned or created or sold, whatever you want to say, on their own. While our government debates are dwindling Social Security funds, they are sending your U.S. pay tax dollars to fund Ukrainian pensions. So when we run out of money for our Social Security, hey, don't worry. At least the Ukrainian folks got some money in their pockets. We'll be right back after this break. Consider this. The United Kingdom recently released a report estimating that Russia has deployed 97% of its military to Ukraine with its resources depleting and its economy tanking. What if China were to not only send billions of dollars in aid packages to Russia, along with tanks, missile defense systems, and short-range missiles, but moreover, to fund Kremlin pensions, Russian schools and hospitals, and various social programs? Would we not consider China an active participant in the war? Ron, would you consider China an active participant in that war? Why would we expect Russia to view us any differently? Here's a news break they don't i it's just surprising that putin has resisted the urge to do something more to us and other european nations in december this past december kremlin spokesman dmitry peskov said the expansion of western weapon supplies to ukraine has led to an aggravation of the conflict 
In October, Russian ambassador in Washington called the United States plan to send additional aid to Ukraine an immediate threat and cemented Washington's status as a participant in the conflict. I mean, look, we're, we're viewing you as not, we're not just saying this, uh, this conflict with, with Ukraine. Now we're, we're, we're saying you're part of it too, big guy. Biden loves being called the big guy. Did you know that? Yeah. Ask his son. Not only are we, the United States, sitting over tanks, missiles, bullets, guns, we are now paying for their Social Security. They're walking around money. If sending trillions of dollars in aid to Ukraine didn't cement our active role in the war with Russia, our escalating, our escalation in offensive weapon packages certainly did. The U.S. escalated its weapons package to Ukraine from defensive weapons to lethal offensive artillery, including Abrams tanks. Uh, Germany follows suit with sending a fleet of elite leopard tanks to Kiev. These are not defensive weapons. These are offensive, offensive weapons attended for use on enemy soil. And Russia knows it. Russia says U.S. decisions to send tanks to Ukraine is a direct involvement in the conflict. And ladies and gentlemen, do not think it's not going to be um, not responded to. It's going to be responded to. Whether it's in the form of cyber attacks on uh, our utility grids. I, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they just look back and see, well, hell, they're destroying themselves. How many food processing plants have been destroyed since Biden's taken over? Huh? How many how many horrible things have, have happened to our economy, to our food supplies since Biden has been taken over? I don't think Russia needs to do a damn thing. Just let Joey take care of it. Russia called the Germans' government's decision to send tanks to Ukraine extremely dangerous and takes the conflict to a new level of confrontation. Moreover, the embassy said it's convinced, is convinced that Germany and its closest allies were not interested in a diplomatic solution to the Ukraine crisis, but were set up for its permanent escalation and unlimited pumping of the Kiev regime with more and more deadly weapons. The U.K. wants to push the line even further, opening up the possibility of sending fighter jets, can you imagine that, to Ukraine. As Kiev pleads with the U.S. for F-35 stealth fighter jets. Wouldn't you? I bet you would like to have that, wouldn't you? Russia warned that supplying cutting-edge fighter jets would be on London's conscience because of the bloodshed next round of escalation and subsequent military and political ramifications for the European continent and the entire world. You know what that kind of language is? That's the kind of language that you hear back in the 1930s. Right? The early 1900s. World War One. It's the same type of language, same type of dialogue that's being used. Is the United States willing to continue to poke the bear, <laughs> so to speak, right? 
Poking the bear, Russia. Now that we have poked the bear, Russia is seeking new military alliances of its own. Strengthening a new anti-Western alliance. Iran is building military drones. We've seen that. For Russia's front in Ukraine. Belarus is welcoming Russian troops along its northern border with Ukraine. According to U.S. intelligence, Russia is importing illegal weapons from North Korea. Rocket man's helping out. Most recently, China's top diplomat, Wang Yi, solidified ties with Russia and is contemplating sending military aid during his recent visit to Moscow. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken warned against China providing lethal support to Russia in the war against Ukraine. Well, ain't that nice? You better not do what we're doing. If we expect to continue to supply Ukraine with lethal support without any consequences from Russia, why would we expect China to do anything differently? After we're sending all this aid, we actually think we have the right to tell China, don't send any military aid to Russia. Gaslighting. Who the hell do we think we are? The escalation of weapons supplies on both sides of the Russian-Ukraine conflict is pulling the world in one of two alliances. The pro-Western NATO alliance and the anti-West Russian coalition. Huh, what does that sound like? Let's, uh, let's think back. Hmm. What kind of wars did we have when we had these type of alliances? I don't know. Yeah. Cold War kind of rings a bell a little bit. And we had uh, the Axis powers in World War II, you know, Germany and Japan, Italy. This is turning into something far bigger, far worse. And if the American people do not start demanding more from our representatives and senators, because, look, the president can rattle sabers as much as he wants. He cannot, cannot do anything without funding and approval of Congress. Congress has got to flex its muscle. It's in the Constitution. It's this weird talk about the Constitution like it means anything. But it should. We were repeating to the letter World War One, what the Allied and Central Powers were doing uh, in the early 1900s is what NATO and Russia's anti-Western coalition is becoming today. World War One was the final result of the cascade of conflicts and alliances, obligations, remember Ron's obligations, that stand from one single event, the assassination of Austrian Archduke Ferdinand of Sarajevo. What will be the first domino to start the cascade that pulls NATO into war with Russia? China, Iran, and North Korea. Any, maybe a stray missile that hit Poland, remember that? And American tanks trending into Russian territory, you think that might be possible? Is this fragile house of cards really in the best interest of the American people? We're not saying China and Russia are on the right side. We can condemn their actions without fueling the fire that could bring the whole world into a new world war. We have to learn from our history, hold our leaders accountable, and demand that our government prioritize the interests and safety of the American people. It's only going to be done through diplomacy. It's strength. If your enemies look at your leader as weak, 
And I don't think anybody can confuse Joe Biden, the big guy, as strong. I think you're opening yourself up to a whole lot of bad things. And Congress has got to get itself involved. Congress has got to uh, speak with one voice and, and say, enough, we are not going to approve one more dollar being sent to Ukraine. Not one dollar. House of Representatives need to act and act quickly. We've seen it before. Nancy Pelosi was able to try to cut off funds of a wall that would help protect this country, our own border, our own security. So if they can do it to hurt us, we should be able to do it to help us and to keep us out of conflict. How many of you have sons that you're prepared to send out and fight? Do you think this is a good thing? Why, I'd like to volunteer Jim here. I think he'd think he would serve his country proud. Go go fight the Russians. No. You know, the thing about getting older and living longer is that we can learn from mistakes. And we need to learn from so many mistakes our country has made over the years and decades and centuries. But that is our show for the week. I hope all of you enjoy this fine week and get out, have some fun. We'll be hosting Friday on Nick's show. And until next time, stay tuned.